me this morning, taking taking a few minutes to start your day uh, with the Word of God. We're in the uh, midst of a series. This is actually devotion number 24 uh, from the uh, from the series that we have called Creation, Rebellion, Redemption, and Consummation. Again, it's uh, uh, our story from the book of Genesis uh, all the way through the book of Revelation. Uh, we have been focused for probably the last two weeks specifically on uh, various uh, themes and aspects of redemption and then settling in in the last week uh, with matters that uh, pertain uh, to uh, uh, the assurance of our salvation. Uh, we can think of uh, three interrelated issues when it comes to certainty regarding our salvation. There's the issue of security. We can rightly speak of the security of the believer that uh, uh, God in his uh, wisdom and in his power and his faithfulness, uh, when he saves an individual, they will uh, remain saved. They are preserved until the ultimate day of the consummation of that salvation, that is the return of the Lord Jesus Christ and our resurrection. Uh, then uh, there's the, the issue of perseverance. Again, uh, uh, we continue uh, to, to love, to, to serve, to grow uh, in uh, the things of God. And so the uh, evidence that we're securing Christ is that we are uh, persevering in the faith. And uh, both of those realities, those experiences, contribute uh, to this matter of assurance. That is, uh, I, I, I am certain that I have been saved, that I am in the process of being saved, and one day I will be saved ultimately and finally, that is, I, my salvation will be perfected. And so uh, it is that, that final issue, the, what I would call the subjective experience of assurance that we have concerned ourselves with. And we have uh, uh, been doing a, a thing that I've done a number of times before called the birthmarks of the believer. It all, uh, for the most part, comes from the little epistle of 1 John. If you've got your Bible there handy, uh, you can open it to 1 John chapter 2. And uh, verse 14, and uh, we're going to look at one of these birthmarks, and uh, I'll take a moment and review what we've said in the previous devotions. We have talked about the way that God marks those that are His, marks those that have been born again. How does the Spirit bear witness with my spirit or our spirit that we're children of God? Well, there's the certainty of the truth found in chapter 1, verse 1, and uh, chapter 1, verse 7, uh, the believer walks in the, the light, that is, we know the truth and we obey the truth. Uh, uh, the third birthmark, uh, in, also in chapter 1, verse 7, is we have fellowship with one another, uh, a, a deep fellowship uh, because of Christ. Uh, chapter 1, verse 8, we have the awareness of our own sin, that we, we are very aware of the continuing issues of sin in our life. And then we confess our sin, again, verse 9 of chapter 1. And then uh, we obey the commands of our Lord, chapter 2, verse 3, and we have a, a profound love for our brothers uh, there in chapter 2 and verse uh, 9. And so uh, there are uh, a number of the things that we experience through the 
power of the Spirit, the power of the Word at work in our life, that, that give us a sense of, of certainty that God indeed is at work in our life, that we are His, that our hope is sure that one day uh, when we pass from this earth, we will live forever in the presence of our Savior. Well, let's look at a, another birthmark found in verse uh, uh, 14 of chapter 2. Uh, John writes, I write to you fathers because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you young men because you are strong. The word of God abides in you and you have overcome the evil one. So uh, John wants us to know that essentially he's writing to the entirety of the church. Whether young or old, he wants uh, everyone uh, to know the great truth of God, uh, his word, and the revelation of his son, uh, namely Jesus Christ. And he talks about the, the strength uh, that comes to us uh, because of the work of the word and the spirit. And so we find that John says that the, for those who believe, those who have been born of the spirit, those who are saved, the word of God abides in you. Now, I would not call that automatic. In other words, uh, by, by some type of spiritual osmosis, we just uh, uh, naturally uh, become uh, students and knowledgeable in the Word of God. But we're drawn to the Word of God by the power of the Spirit. We're given insight and understanding and affection uh, for that Word. And it comes to abide. It comes to resonate uh, within us. And uh, as, as David wrote in Psalm 119, verse 97, the great psalm of his uh, praise of the Word of God, Oh, how I love your law. It is my medita meditation all the day long. Uh, I find nothing, particularly uh, when I'm driving, and you know, you've got those moments or even hours that... Um, not a lot going on. You're just, you're just driving. You're just going from point A uh, to point B. How I have found I love to think about the Word of God, the truth of the Word of God, the testimony uh, to Jesus Christ. And so as that Word abides in us, as uh, the Spirit uh, takes that Word and builds the very character of Christ in our life, uh, we become lovers of that Word and we love uh, to hear it, we, we, we love to read it, uh, we, we love to meditate and reflect upon it because indeed it, is, it is, has become a part of us, it abides within our hearts, within our minds, affecting our intellect, affecting our will, affecting our emotions. So again, a birthmark of the believer that, that uh, gives us assurance that we belong to the Lord Jesus Christ is the Word of God abides in you. I hope that gives you a, a great measure of comfort. I hope it even increases your love for Christ and His Word. And may God bless the balance of your day.